Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Boss. One of the classes I took this semester in Bible college uh, was song leading. And in song leading, our, our professor there taught us there are two words you can never start off with, whether in song leading, uh, making announcements, preaching, podcast, whatever. He said two words you can never say at first, you know, well and all right. And I'm telling you, it is so hard. It is so difficult for me not to just open up this podcast, turn on the microphone, and the first word come on, come out of my mouth is well. I, it's hard. I've, I've done three recordings so far, and it's either been well, all right, or blah, 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 blah. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to A Word for the Wilderness. Yeah, God bless you. There's a whole lot of podcasts out there that are probably a, a lot farther along, a lot better than A Word for the Wilderness, but I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and it's an honor to, co- to come to your place of listening today. Wherever this episode finds you, I hope you're doing well. It is Saturday. Praise God for that. It, it's only Saturday, but Sunday Sunday's coming, and praise God for that, and I'm looking forward to church tomorrow. It's been a busy week for us here at Harvest. Uh, Last Sunday, uh, preached last Sunday morning uh, here at the church, and Sunday afternoon, right after church, me, Brother Joe, and my dad, we hopped in a van, and we drove all the way to Anderson, South Carolina. Not really that far, about two and a half, three hours, but we drove up there and uh, oh, and Brother Joe's mom was with us. That was something special. That was a blessing right there. But anyway, we drove up to Anderson, South Carolina for a, a, a Bible college commencement, a graduation there. Brother Joe uh, was able to give the commencement address that night. And I'm telling you, I met some great, great people, some great friends up there, one of which uh, I, I'm proud to mention on the podcast today. His name is Dom. And he told me, he said, man, I love that podcast. I appreciate that podcast, man. And I, I never heard this before. And this is a first. And we've been doing this since September, uh, October. This is a first. He said, he said, it's good gym fuel. Brother, I'm telling you, thank you so much for that. I never really thought that this was gym fuel. I mean, it, but I mean, praise the Lord. And uh, if it, if it helps you, good to God be the glory. I mean, I, that's all I'm going to say about that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Dom, for listening. And also, I met I met Joshua, Brother Josh, down there in Anderson. And I'm telling you, he's doing such a great work. He's from Texas, but he's in Bible college there. And he's doing a great work, a great job in their soul-winning ministry, their outreach program. I thank God for Josh, Drew Carson, Justice Kiefer. I'm, I'm naming names, and so I'm going to mess up now. Justice Kiefer, and I'm telling you, there's one more, Nick Burrell. Nick Burrell, and I thank God for those guys. And uh, it was such a blessing to be at their church last Sunday night. And uh, they honored Brother Joe, and I'm so thankful for that, that church and uh, how they honored him and uh, just welcomed us there. It was a blessing to be with you. Then early Monday morning, we got up, we hit the road, we went all the way up to Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. And you say, where's Roanoke Rapids? Well, when we typed it into our GPS, the GPS said, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it's one of them places. You can't get there from here. And But we went up there, great church up there, Brother Coburnat and the great Victory Baptist Church and 
Brother Joe preached Monday and Wednesday. And you know, I need to say this too. Thank you so much to the, to those of you who've been praying for Brother Joe. Actually, I don't think I've mentioned it on here, uh, but about 12, 13 weeks ago, Brother Joe uh, got a bad report from the doctor and they had to go in and remove some polyps from off of his vocal cords and check him for cancer and things. He was out of the pulpit, uh, off the road for a while. Uh, but this week was his first week traveling out and it was a blessing and, and really an encouragement to me to be able to get away and travel with him. And uh, so he got to preach this week on the road. And it was a blessing uh, to be there at that church up in Roanoke Rapids. If you ever go to Roanoke Rapids, there's, there's nothing there. Really, there's nothing but old abandoned paper mills and one paper mill still running. Uh, but, but that, and I'm telling you, the food, Lord have mercy. If you ever go to if you ever go to Roanoke Rapids, here's what you got to do. You got to go to Ralph's Barbecue, then you got to go to Second Street, then you got to go to Community. Well, well, Community. In my opinion, Community is not as good as Second Street. If if you were at Second Street, lunch is hot dogs and hamburgers and, and chili dogs and things like that. Uh, but if you ever uh, if you ever have the choice between Community or Second Street, go to Second Street, hands down. I mean, it's not even a debate. Uh, and then Browning's Grill, that, that's good too. All that stuff. They don't have, they don't even have a, they have a Dollar General. And that's about as fancy as they get. Uh, but it was great to be up there. And we were up there uh, Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, drove back Thursday. And uh, in the studio now, uh, this is Friday and recording for tomorrow, Saturday. And uh, so we're in the studio now and we're getting things ready. Tomorrow here at the church is starting the summer saturation. We're starting that tomorrow, a soul winning ministry uh, scheduled specifically for the summer months. And the Lord's allowed us to organize that and start that here. And I'm excited about it. I ask you to be in prayer for it. Uh, we're going to go out. We're going to canvas our city. We're going to spread the gospel. Our goal this summer is to knock on 5,000 doors. It can be done and we're going to do it. And I'm excited to see how the Lord is going to work and how the Lord is going to bless uh, this summer. I hope all of my Bible college friends uh, that are home for the summer, maybe you're not, but you're home for the summer. I hope you're doing something. Uh, remember, uh, Brother Treber told us, you know, you have 118 days about, you know, give or take some uh, this summer. Do something for the Lord. Do something for God. And I know he'll bless you for it. Uh, you pray for Jonathan. He's up there in, in the great city, metropolitan city of uh, Rockford, Illinois. You pray for him. Those Yankees are trying to convert him. You uh, pray that the Lord will place a hedge of protection about him. And uh, I was talking on the phone with him a couple times this week, and he's excited to be back on the podcast. And so you be in prayer for him. He's doing a great work up there. And uh, thank you once again for listening. And I pray that we, we're an encouragement to you. I pray uh, that these episodes, as we're going through this series uh, with the Master in Matthew, you know, just going through the gospel of Matthew, that you're encouraged, you're helped, you're blessed. And I enjoyed last Saturday and the thought that the Lord gave me, it encouraged me personally and it helped me in my own life, in my own walk with God. And I hope it's the same today. We're going to be in Matthew chapter number five, Matthew chapter number five. And uh, this begins the sermon on the Mount. Now, later on in the uh, podcast, we might end up doing 
a entire series just on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, today, we're just going to kind of go through them. I want to highlight a couple of them, but really, uh, the Lord is uh, drawing me to verse number 13 and a truth from that text right there. But Matthew chapter number 5, 6, and 7 is known as the Sermon on the Mount. Now, I want you to imagine this. You're sitting on a mountain. You say, why is it called a Sermon on the Mount? Well, Jesus preached a sermon. It was on the mountain. So, but imagine this. You're sitting on a mountain and Jesus Jesus, I mean, the word made flesh is teaching. He's preaching. This is the greatest sermon ever preached. I mean, you think about, uh, you think about sinners in the hands of an angry God. You think about the greatest sermons you've ever heard preached and the greatest sermons that go on through history and, and, and Bible history and, and Baptist history. And you think of all those great sermons, all of those fail in comparison to this great sermon preached called the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, it is in this Sermon on the Mount, it's the uh, one Bible scholar called it the discourse to Christ's devoted disciples. And it is in these chapters that uh, Jesus sets forth principles for those who are going to follow him. In these chapters, he's going to teach you how to be happy. He's going to teach you how to be holy, how to be humble, how to be honest. And when we come to our text in verse number 13, he's going to teach you how to be helpful. I don't know about you, the, uh, those of you that are listening today, but I want to be a help. I want to be an asset. I want to be a, an aid to the cause of Christ. I don't know about you, but I want my life to count for Jesus. I want truly what I do and what I say and how I act and the words that come out of my mouth not to be a hindrance to the gospel, not to be a hindrance to heaven, not to be a hindrance to the things and the calls of Christ, but rather I want what I say, what I do, how I serve, how I minister. I want that to be a help for the Lord. And imagine this this morning. God wants you to help us, help him. God wants you to help him. God wants your help. God wants you to be a part of his ministry. God wants you to be a volunteer in his army. God wants you to enlist. God wants you to volunteer. God wants you to serve. God wants you to do something for him in this day and hour in which we live. You say, Joe, it's difficult. Joe, it's hard. I know. But what a wonderful time to be a Christian. What a wonderful time to go door knocking. What a wonderful time to pass out tracts. What a wonderful time to work in the bus ministry. What a wonderful time to pray. What a wonderful time, hey, to let your light shine, and as we're going to read in a moment, to be salt in this earth. Matthew chapter number 5, verse number 13, Jesus says, ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth, from that moment on, it is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. Several things from this text I want to point out. Number one, a destiny. A destiny. Jesus starts off this verse with two words, ye are. Ye are. That is our destiny. That is our purpose. Number one, the people. Who's he talking to? Well, he says ye. Who's he talking to? His followers. Who's the people that Jesus is addressing in this Sermon on the Mount, in this statement? When he says ye are, who's he talking to? His followers, those disciples. And here's what I'm wondering. If not them, if not his devoted disciples, if not his faithful followers, if not those people, if not them, then who? 
If they, if they, if the people, if his followers are not going to fulfill their purpose, if they're not going to fulfill God's will for their life, if they are not going to fulfill their destiny, then who? Jesus is addressing a specific group of people. These are his followers. Number two, their purpose. Ye are what? Ye are the salt of the earth. What is salt's purpose? Well, it's to preserve, to purify, and to promote. That is the purpose of salt. You say, what do you mean by promote? Well, salt makes you thirsty, doesn't it? Whenever you dig into a bag of salty uh, tater chips, boy, I'm telling you, you better have a glass of water close by because you're going to get real thirsty. And boy, salt, when people get salty, boy, it's going to draw folks to the well that never runs dry. He says, ye, that's the people, ye are the salt of the earth. That's their purpose. But look at what it says, salt of the earth. That's the place. That's the place. That's the place that God has called us to serve. The earth, this world, our home, the house of God, uh, the place, the, uh, the address, the uh, wherever, the location that God has placed you in. That is the place where you are to fulfill your destiny. That is the place where you are to fulfill your purpose, God's purpose in your life. But then number two, not only a destiny, I see a danger. He says, but if the salt has lost its savor, here's what that means. It's possible. It's possible for salt to lose its savor. And salt without its savor is like a tree without fruit. It's like a garden without vegetables. It's like a star with no glimmer. It's like an ocean with no water, a pen with no ink, a car without gas. I mean, I'm telling you, a salt without savor is worthless. It has no value. It has no purpose. It has no use. And he says, here's, here's what's going to happen if a salt has lost its savor. Here's what's going to happen. It is thenceforth from that moment on. It is good for nothing. It's just going to be cast out, trodden under the foot of men. Beloved, those of you that are listening today, it ought to be our desire. It ought to be our longing. It ought to be in our heart not to become a good-for-nothing Christian, not to lose God's touch on our life, not to lose God's anointing on our life, not to lose the hand of God heavily resting upon our life. It's a dangerous thing when a preacher loses the touch of God on his life. It's a dangerous thing when a singer loses his song. It's a dangerous thing when a soul winner loses his passion and loses his burden. Oh God, have mercy on us and help us uh, not to lose as salt, not to lose our savor, not to lose that special something, not to lose that anointing of God upon our life. A destiny, a danger, and last of all, a desire. You say, what, what's the desire? I don't want to be that good for nothing Christian. I don't want to be a saltless Christian. I don't want to leave our generation without a grain of salt. Oh, our generation, it seems, wants nothing to do with God. It seems that the churches and the preachers today, we've lost our power. We'd rather be relevant. We'd rather be cool. We, ought, we would rather go with the flow. We would rather ride the wave than turn the tide in our nation. Oh, my God, help us. God, help us, folks. We would rather just fit in. Instead of do what God has called us to do, I want salt. I want that salt on my life. And that salt, that power, that something special doesn't come from education. It doesn't come from degrees. It doesn't come from titles. It comes from salt. May the Lord help us today to be salted up, to fulfill our purpose, to fulfill our destiny, and to do 
what God has called us to do. I want to encourage you today. Get salted up before Sunday. Hey, preachers, get salted up before Sunday school. Hey, teachers, get salted up before uh, before you go soul winning, before you go out on your bus route, before you go do uh, whatever it is God has placed upon your heart to do. Make sure, folks, you get salted up. Make sure you get alone with God. Get a hold of God. Let God get a hold of you and get salted up. Thank you for tuning in today. May the good Lord bless you with many bountiful blessings to come. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.